Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we've got Monty Burris here with us today. He's just down the street in Toronto, Canada. And before we start, Monty, what's the difference between Americans and Canadians? Well, I, I actually spent better part of almost 10 years in living in the States, so I um, I know it well. Although I was living in Manhattan, and, you know, Manhattan is a far cry from, from America. Um, yes. But I did spend uh, time also in Boston. I spent two years almost in Boston, and I spent a little time in San Diego. So I got to see some really beautiful cities. Um, I love the States. You know, I, I loved my time there. I, I, um, I, I had a great time. Um, New York, of course, is a city for the young. And um, when when I started to not feel so young anymore, I had to, <laughs> I had, I had to move. Um, Boston is 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 a really small town for a big town, for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I had some good memories there as well. Uh, and of course, I'm I'm a, I'm actually a West Coast boy originally. I I grew up in Vancouver, British Columbia. I used to live there for a little so, while. Beautiful part so, of the yeah. world. Yeah, and so my time, you know, my time in in San Diego in Southern California, of course, was 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 gorgeous and and lovely. Um, I think that you know, I, I think that generally speaking, I think that you know, and these are just generalizations. But the difference between Canada and America, um, uh, you know, America's really in a divisive state right now, and it's it's, it's yeah. really sad because you know, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like anybody wants to compromise, um, and uh, it's kind of. Terrible tearing that country apart and I feel really bad for it and it doesn't mean that we're immune from that up here we but I think that you know there's just a little bit there's some truth to a little bit more kinder kinder and a little bit more gentler um, and I think it all starts with listening you know and you have to listen and um, to listen in our business you have to listen in your relations you have to listen in your politics and you have to listen yeah absolutely uh, and uh, I think that's really what it all comes down to. I think that we've become a, a society, unfortunately, with uh, social media and these and all these tools that we have, where everybody likes to yell and nobody likes to listen. Definitely, uh, I heard it as a joke. Difference between Americans and Canadians. Uh, when you ask an American, "Who are you?" I'm an American. When you ask a Canadian, "Who are you?" We go, "We're not Americans." <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, you've been in the real estate biz uh, in the U.S. and Canada? No, uh, only in Canada. I uh, reinvented myself when I came to Canada in 2007. Uh, back to Canada, I should say, in 2007. And um, I, was, I was very lucky enough to have an, an, an aunt in the business who, who mentored me. Um, nice. brought me, me onto her team. She was very successful. She taught me a lot, a lot about the business. Um, we parted ways after about six years of me working with her five, five years with me working with her. Nice. Um, and, uh, and then I built my own, uh, brokerage, 
and my own business and style of business. You know, I mean, the beautiful thing about this business is, is that, you know, there's so many different ways to do it. There's so you many different what you want to, to skin, to skin the cat, if you will. And, um, uh, so, you know, when you find out, when you kind of grow up as a real estate agent, when you grow up as a realtor, you know, you can figure out which is the best way for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, how do you want your business? How do you want to be defined? How do you want to go in and, and find your clients? So let's talk about that. Uh, here's my hypothesis that, uh, there are a few people that walk among us that really know who they are. Like deep down, this is who I am. When you see me in front of a crowd of 10,000 people, or if I'm uh, sitting with the priest at the confession booth, it's the same human being. There is no like a different versions of me. So uh, would you agree that that's like a, a powerful state for human beings to be in when you're authentic? Oh, hundred um, percent. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the part of the problem in this industry and, and I don't want to be contradictory to what you say, of course, yeah. the more you are real, you are with yourself, the better person you're going to be and the better mm -hmm. person you're going to be, then, you know, the better you're going to, that's going to translate to whatever your, your business is. Okay. Right. So, you know, self-awareness is, is, is huge. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's so important for relationships. It's so important for um, just understanding yourself and, and what gives you anxiety and, and what makes you perform at your peak. And, and then of course that translates over to, you know, the, the client customer experience as well. Um, I'm not maybe talking about something as deep as that. I'm really just talking yeah. about, you know, what you want to be when you grow up as a real yeah. And so no. here's the here's the question to you is this is that it's perfectly fine if someone doesn't have a you know deep conviction of who they are and they build a business they can still have an amazing business that they love and the clients love them but once in a while you come across people that uh you know what they build is uh really who they are uh have you come across that in the real estate like any yeah, for businesses sure. out there where you kind of go you know that person knows is, knows what they are what they are and they just manifest in that way. And how would you characterize that with somebody else who does a great job and they've got a company and they're still successful and happy? Like, is there a difference between the two entities that you can sense? I think so. I mean, one of the thing is, things is that you have to take into consideration is that we are so much in the public eye in yes. this business. You know, um, I used to do so. I so just so you know, I, I was the CTV national news correspondent, real estate correspondent, and I did oh, wow. that for two years. So on every Sunday, I would go on CTV national news, and they would say what's going on in the real estate market, and they would hit me with all these questions, and you know, and I was up there as a talking head, and um, but we're so public. You know, Umar, that 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 I would get out out of the and I was live. It was live on national TV. And I would get out of the TV booth, and my phone would start ringing because people would just Google my name, and there's my cell phone number because we're so public in this. Yeah. Business, you know, so one of the tough things with that, of course, is that you know you you need to figure out the the line between your private self and your and your public self. Right. Really blurry in today's environment. Especially if you have kids and a family and you just want to keep the church and yeah. state separate. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's this fine line. Like you can go on, you can Google me and, and, and probably Google you and you can find out everything about me. Here's my kids. Here's my birthdays. Here's my, here's where I live. Here's 
all that sort of stuff. And and that's a big ask. I mean, that's a big ask. And, yeah. and that's not for everybody. Okay. But it also is not necessarily me, me completely. There's a private side of me, you know, that, you know, my public, the public don't know. Pub public sees me as kind of this blowhard extrovert and big personality and that mm -hmm. stuff. But I'm actually kind of, I'm actually just as much of an introvert as I am an extrovert. I'm one of these persons actually that rides the right line, in the yeah. right in the middle, you know, but nobody would ever say that. Nobody would ever think that. And people who are watching this probably would be like, what are you hard. talking about? I find that hard to believe, but it's true. And so, you know, I think that, you know, we have to, there's, there's a bit of, you know, there's a bit of Shakespeareism here. There's a bit of, you know, what are we wearing? What cloak are we wearing today? And who yep. are we today? Um, theater, if you will. Um, but there's also, you know, has to be the private side of us that we have to protect. Um, but, you know, going back to the original question, question in terms of how you define yourself as a real estate agent, you know, that really has to do with, you know, where your comfort zone is. We live in a database business, okay? If you're not figuring out how to replace and refinish and restock your database, okay, you're not going to last in this business. So how are you doing that? There's right. some people out there who are door knockers, you know, and Tom Ferry will have you call 500 people every day. And, you know, um, uh, Joe Stumpf will have you call all your past clients and ask for referrals. And, you know, and there's just so many different ways to succeed in this business. And neither of them are wrong. They're, they're both right. But, but, that doesn't work for every personality. Tom Ferry's doesn't work for every personality. Right. You'd be the first to admit that. Not everybody's just going to sit, okay, and dial and dial and dial all day long. There's not, it's just not, and it doesn't have to be that way because as long as you're figuring out a way to build your database, what does it matter how you do it? You know, whether you're door knocking or cold calling or calling your uh, past clients and asking for referrals, all you're really doing is building a database, right? Yeah. And so here's a, here's a question for you is uh, what you're saying is gospel, but there's still realtors out there that, that disregard the database. I know it's important and uh, they know that they're struggling uh, and they could be struggling with, you know, 20 transactions a year, which is, you know, a decent living to have they'll shy away from that activity. So uh, you have a team, uh, you, you said you had I a do. brokerage. I do. Yeah, I've got a small brokerage, uh, small team, seven. How many, seven. how many people in your team? Seven. Seven. So when you look at your team, there's probably areas where each team member shines and there's areas where, you know, they could use a little bit of help. How do you coach them to overcome the shortcomings and uh, you know, how successful are you? And uh, well, what does it know, take to do that? Okay. So, you know, Obviously, there's way different philosophies on this. Philosophies all over the place about how you how 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 best to do this. And again, I'm not coming from the boiler room. You got to sit in this room and you have to make yes. calls today. I'm I'm not okay because I want you to be true to yourself. But I also want you to hold yourself accountable. So if, if you know if if you're not doing the hundred phone calls a day and you're not knocking on a hundred doors, then how are you building your database? All right. So provide me and provide yourself the honest, honest answers for how you're doing that. 
okay? And come up with a plan and stick to the plan. So, you know, know what your limitations are and strength are, limitations are, know what your strengths are, okay? Figure out what a plan is to start building that database and then you, and then write it down, devise a schedule. It's like uh, it's like Gary Keller says, you you know, the one thing, devise a plan, okay? Right. Stick to the plan, follow it, etc. If you write it down, you're more likely to do it. If I put in my calendar that I'm going to go to the gym on Monday at 9 a.m., well, then I'm more likely to do that than if I just say, oh, you know, maybe I'll go to the go when I get up, you know, right? Or I'd uh, like to go. <laughs> yeah, right. If I like to go. But you know what? If it's not in your day timer, it's not going to happen. happen. So you've got to figure out that and then you've got to do it and then you've got to hold yourself accountable. Did you do it? Did you didn't you do it? Because you know what? It's amazing how much people will work how hard people will work for other people, harder people work for other people than they will work for themselves. Yeah. You know? So why do you think that is? Because I, I agree. There's some people that, you know, like... Accountability. Just... It's because it's accountability. Because yeah. if, I, if, I, if I'm working for you and, and I don't do the job, you're going to hold me accountable. Okay? You're going to get upset with me. You're gonna, I'm going to lose my job. If I'm working for myself, there's no accountability. I only, I only have to answer to myself. But, you know, you do have to answer to your family. You do have to answer to your your bank account. You'd have to answer to your credit card bills. Yes. You have to answer. You have to answer to your property taxes. So you do have to answer. So you're just shorting yourself out. Have a plan and go to work. Okay. And the, these young agents who come in and they say, and I teach, I do a lot of teaching and, 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 and they come in and I go, how come, why did everybody here get into this business? And they say, oh, I like houses. Oh, because of the flexibility. And I'm like, flexibility, there's no flexibility in this job. You go to work when your clients tell you to go to work. You don't right. have flexibility. <laughs> yep. Right? You should be going to work every Monday morning at 8 or 9 a.m., okay, till 5, 6, whatever time it is, and then follow that just like a regular old job. You should be working your days just like a regular old job, like you're working dollars per hour, okay? You know, and and if you think that's flexible, then guess what? Your paychecks are going to be real flexible. Yeah. So let's kind of spell that out. Uh, new agents coming in, what are the five truths that they need to know? Okay. One, we work in one of the largest real estate boards in the world. Okay. Really? Toronto Real Estate Board is one of the largest in the world. Okay. There's 65,000 realtors in the Toronto Real Estate Board. Okay. Here's what you need to know. What distinguishes you from the 64,999 other competitors that you have? What's your difference? Okay, how are you differentiating yourself? You think you now you got your real estate license, your phone's going to start suddenly just start ringing with opportunities? It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So what what is your difference? What are you going to be when you grow up as a real estate agent? Okay. All right. Two, the database business. How are you building your database? Is it door knocking? Is it cold calling? Is it um, uh, you know, is advertising it, or whatever advertising? You're doing, yeah. Absolutely. What is it? How is it going to happen? And by the way, like, be real careful on this advertising bent because, you know, you can go broke. <laughs> it, it, it's money out without very much money in. I will tell you this. And okay. even getting somebody in your database uh, from an ad doesn't mean they're going to become clients. So, yeah, it's no, a very expensive not. proposition. Absolutely not. So, so how are you building, okay, and replenishing and restoring your database? Okay. Excellent. Two. 
Two, who's mentoring you? Okay, all right, because if you think it's gonna happen at the brokerage, very unlikely, very, very unlikely. Do you know what brokerages are there for? Brokerages are there to get you to join them. Yep. <laughs> That's what they're there for, okay? All right, and they'll, sell, they'll tell you the whole world until you join them, all right? But you think you're, if you think you're getting active mentoring at your brokerage, I don't probably know. not. Yeah. Probably not. Okay. All right. So maybe a team, maybe a, a, some sort of mentorship. Okay. Might be a good avenue to go. Um, are you prepared to work? Like, are you prepared to go to work on a day, day in, day basis? It's amazing how many realtors come and they tell me they're prepared to work. But then when I say, would you like to cover an open house for me? Or would you like to cover this buyer? Oh, no, I can't. Oh, yeah. I'm busy. I'm booked. I'm this, I'm that. Okay, well, you know what? Just a note to the listeners, uh, a lot of my uh, super successful interviewees that I've had, they freaking love open houses because they always pick up new clients there. It's like, why wouldn't I go? Open houses are gold. Yeah, but a lot of people see them as a chore. Well, yeah, okay, but it's called work. Yeah, absolutely. It's not not called play. Yeah, It's called work, okay? I'm sorry, it is a job. Okay, and like any other jobs, if you don't work at it, you're not going to get paid. All right, uh, I've lost count. Where will we? Number uh, three or number four? I don't, I don't know. I've lost let's count. go number four. But let's go to number four. Okay, uh, so number four for new new. So one was unique. Be unique. Be unique. Build okay. your database. Work your Work database. Hard. Okay, be true to yourself. Okay, be true to yourself. And what do you mean by that? Be true to yourself. Well, okay, so I mean. How are you going to meet people and interact with people? Like, don't say, okay, I'm suddenly going to be a door knocker. I'm going to knock on a hundred doors because you know what? That fits some personalities, but not everybody's. Like you've got to be true to yourself. Okay. In terms of what you want to be. I wrote a book. Okay. And it's the whole premise of my small book. Okay. Is that you should be thinking small to grow big. I love it. Okay. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when I started in this business, I started working with my aunt, as I mentioned. My aunt was a product of Joe Stumpf, by Referral Only. Fantastic program. Love Joe, etc. Learned a ton of, from BRO. Okay. Uh, and I still follow BRO's uh, philosophies largely. All right. But what I found was, was that I was getting referrals that took me way out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Toronto is a massive city. I don't know for the for you, you you listeners in the United States, we're bigger almost than three million people. Yeah, we're bigger than Chicago. Okay, so it's we're the third biggest city in North America. It's it's a big, massive city, and I was getting referrals, and they were taking me to places in the city that I didn't know, that I wasn't comfortable with. I certainly wasn't comfortable recommending these these places. Mm-hmm. To- your clients okay and i'm the type of person who you know i if i'm going to tell somebody hey you know make an investment in this whatever it is okay i have to believe in it right and i just did not feel within my comfort zone but here's the thing is you work your clients for these referrals right and the referrals come in and you can't very well say no okay um you know because that's your whole system right and so i just didn't feel comfortable a lot of times um with the referrals because it just took me out of my comfort zone when i realized that i was not being fulfilled by this and i thought there there has to be a better way what i did was i turned my back on a city of 
4 million, 5 million people, if you, depending how far how you measure. Yeah. I turn my back on the city and I turn my attention only into the neighborhood that I live in. So basically what I did was I said no to 5 million potential clients. Okay. And I said, I'm going to focus in on 5,000 houses. All right. And I'm going to be the best agent in this neighborhood. Okay, and I'm going to see every house that comes up in this neighborhood and I'm going to market myself as a neighborhood specialist. Okay, and I'm going to focus and give accurate, honest reviews of every house and every transaction in this neighborhood. And I will be known as the neighborhood specialist. I turned my back on four million people. I turned my uh, instead. I faced attention. Yeah. Five thousand. Five thousand. How long did it take to transition from being a nobody in this space to actually being recognized as uh, someone that knows what's going on? Not long at all. Not long at all. Within a year. Okay. I'd moved from from probably I would say 10% of my transactions in my neighborhood to about 70% of my transactions. Now about 90% of my transactions happen within my neighborhood. Okay. Nice. And, and my income's quadrupled. Hallelujah. So before we part company today, uh, Monty, a couple of things. Number one, uh, what brings you joy in your life? My kids. Spending time with my kids, um, of course, um, first and foremost. Um, you know, from the from the real estate perspective, obviously, you know, there there's definitely a rush and an adrenaline, um, or maybe it's not adrenaline. Maybe it's more of um, uh, I don't know your neuroceptors, etc. With doing a deal, mm-hmm. obviously, when you get when you've when you've done a good deal for clients, you know, there's a rush rush that happens on that. Uh, that that makes me very very happy. Um, but you know, travel, um, spending time with my kids. Um, this is what I work for, and I think that's another thing is is that it's really important for you you new agents out there to know why you're working. What's your motivation? You know. Um, there's a great book called The Big Why. And, you know, so why? Why are you doing this? Why are you getting up at nine o'clock in the morning? Because nobody's holding you accountable when you're a real estate agent. You can right. sleep at 10 if you wanted to. Why are you going to work at nine o'clock in the morning? And why are you making those phone calls? Or why are you docking on those doors? Or why are you having walking tours of your neighborhood? Or why are you um, doing, you know, um, sponsored yoga of events okay to get your name out there again it's a database building exercise right. it doesn't have to be dialing for dollars it doesn't have to be knocking for dollars you could be doing again group yoga retreats etc it's a database building exercise okay? well, by the way uh let me stand up here Ta-da. oh look at that and Perfect. so i don't do yoga but i was in inglewood florida and they had beach yoga every morning and it was uh, incredibly amazing that's right. You don't do yoga, but you bought the t-shirt. Okay. I bought the t-shirt. Yeah, you're going to work hard. So, but these are all just mechanisms to build a database, okay? Yeah. To get to know people, to meet people, okay? Um, you know, just spending the extra 10 minutes at the schoolyard before you drop your kids at school and after when you pick your kids up just to network, to talk to people, other parents in the neighborhood mm-hmm. is a huge and very prosperous database building technique. Okay, yeah, that's- these 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 are people with growing kids who are likely going to have to move. Here's the other thing I would advise, and this is number five. You asked for five. I've come up with five. Man delivers. Stop thinking such short term. Okay, 
you know, Gary Keller, God bless him, love him, etc. But he's like, start dialing and ask, what are you going to, what's your real estate plans in the next three months? Mm-hmm. What are your real estate plans in the next six months? You know what? I'm going to be a realtor in six years. Why would I cut people off at three months and six months? Yeah. I'm going to be a realtor in six years. You think I don't want that business in six years from now? Of course I do. My average ticket, okay, in my neighborhood is, is, is my average sale price is over $3 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So at two and a half percent commission, that's a $75,000 paycheck. You're telling me I'm not going to, I'm not going to nurse and take care of a prospect. Yep. Of for course three, you are. Three, four, five years. Okay. That re- will result in a $75,000 paycheck. Of course I will. Why would I be so short-sighted? Yeah. And I think uh, to defend Gary, he's like, continue calling and be that three-month thing. But I think what you're saying is spot on in terms of you need to figure out who you want to be in the long term in this industry. It changes your thinking on how you develop your thinking. And I think uh, your advice of just be a specialist in your area uh, is this just huge. And the techniques you gave are gold. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Again, I, okay, I, and I love Gary. I think Gary's full of gold, absolutely. But here's the deal. When that person says, no, I'm not planning on selling in the next three months, okay, but probably two to three years, okay, don't hang up the phone and move on to the next. Take that person's information down, okay, and continue to drip that person okay, because in two to three years, they're more likely to use you than they're going to use somebody else. That's all I'm saying. Brilliant. Uh, Monty, thanks so much for being on the show. And I love your uh, mug because trust is what it's all about. And I super enjoyed our conversation today and (laughs) uh, looking forward to our next. Actually, since I'm in town for a while, uh, I'm going to make sure we get a chance to uh, grab a cup of joe or or a beer or something. Sounds good. Looking forward to that. Thanks, Omar. Pleasure being here. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 